0: You're listening to the Ed Recovery Blog podcast, where we talk about eating disorder recovery, body image, self-love, and everything in between. Ed Recovery Blog's content is operated by someone who has been through eating disorder recovery. The content presented on our platform should not be taken as medical advice and is not coming from a licensed therapist. Always consult with your treatment team with any changes to your recovery treatment. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the second episode of the Ed Recovery Blog podcast. This week, we are going to be talking about food guilt and different ways that you can reframe that food guilt to improve your relationship with food. So you will notice that the title of this episode is Food Guilt and Other Oxymorons. If you haven't heard of the term oxymoron, the definition is a phrase where the words in the phrase contradict each other. Some examples of oxymorons that you may have heard of before are deafening silence, freezer burn, icy hot, jumbo shrimp, only choice, unbiased opinion, and impossible situation. All of these phrases are oxymorons because the two words in the phrase contradict each other. So the reason why we're bringing this up today is we believe that food guilt is also an oxymoron. We should not feel guilty for eating food when our bodies need food to survive. We don't feel guilty for breathing air. We don't feel guilty for drinking water. So why do we feel guilty about eating food? There are many answers to this question, but the main one is that diet culture has brainwashed our minds to think that we should feel guilty for foods we don't consider perfectly healthy. This is a good time to remind you that there are no good and bad foods. All foods have a place in your diet, and you should be able to enjoy the foods that you're eating. But when you're in recovery from an eating disorder, it can be very challenging to put away this food guilt and to eat the foods that you enjoy without feeling guilty for them. So the main question for today's episode is how do you get past this food guilt and be able to improve your relationship with food? There are many different ways that you can do this, so we are by no means saying that our way is the best way, but these are just some ideas of things that you can try to improve your relationship with food and to help to decrease some of that food guilt when you're eating foods that you don't consider perfectly healthy. We would recommend trying to explore where these feelings of guilt come from. So you can do this with your therapist, with your dietitian, or someone in your recovery that is supportive for you. It's important to remember that some of this guilt might bring up unresolved trauma or different things that you haven't dealt with or thought with in a while. And so if you are able to, it is great if you're able to go over these things with a trained professional. But if you're not able to, you can definitely talk to someone that's supportive in your recovery and just kind of talk out these things that you're thinking about. Some things that you can try to do to explore where these feelings of guilt come from. Think back to when you first remember feeling guilty for anything in your life, but especially for feeling guilty about eating certain foods. One example could be that guilt was always used as a weapon throughout your life. For example, If someone was trying to guilt you into doing certain things, those feelings of guilt could be something that sit with you for a while and make you feel guilty about other things in your life such as food. Another example is feeling like you were a burden either as a child or as an adult to family members, to friends, or to anyone in your life. Feeling like you are a burden can bring up those feelings of guilt because it can make you feel like you're guilty for other people having to care for you or to support you when you are going through difficult times in your life. Another example is feelings of not being good enough in some way. And if you feel like you're not good enough, you might think that you don't deserve certain foods or to enjoy the food that you're eating. And another example is growing up with someone that already was engulfed in diet culture and food guilt. So if you grew up around someone that would Say, oh, I can't eat that because that's not good for me or, oh, that's a bad food. Those things could be ingrained in your mind and could bring forward that food guilt that you're feeling now in your recovery. Regardless of where these feelings of guilt come from, it's important to revisit these feelings of guilt and to find the source of them. Because once you're able to find the source of the guilt, you can work on reframing these thoughts around food or these thoughts around guilt just in general in your life. A big part of recovery is learning how to relearn how we see food and our relationship with food. You can do this in many ways, and one of the ways is through challenging yourself with fear foods. So everyone that is in recovery has different fear foods that they might be scared to eat for a variety of reasons, but there are ways that you can move past these fear foods and begin to improve your relationship with them. One of the most important things that you should remember when you're dealing with food guilt and trying to move past food guilt is that you will have to most likely consistently remind yourself that you should not feel guilty for eating any type of food. And because you had it ingrained in your mind that you should feel guilty for eating certain foods or all foods, you will have to constantly remind yourself of this. And at first, it might not seem like you necessarily believe it, This is kind of the same way with when we recommend affirmations. You might not always believe the affirmations at first, but after a while, you will start to rewire your brain to believing these things that really are true. Something that can be helpful when you are starting your journey to reframe how you see foods and to work on that food guilt that you're trying to move past is to come up with an affirmation for yourself on something that you can repeat to yourself and have you know maybe put in your room somewhere or somewhere that you're always going to see it you could have it as your phone background and something that's going to always remind you when you're about to eat that you shouldn't feel guilty for the food that you're about to eat an example of an affirmation you could use to help move past your food guilt is i should not feel guilty for the foods that i eat my body needs fuel and i deserve to eat like we said before, this might not be something that you necessarily believe at first, but it really is the truth. Everybody's body needs, needs food to survive, and through your eating disorder, you've somehow convinced yourself that you don't need food to survive, which is really just not true. So a big part of your recovery is going to be reframing your mind and realizing that all those things that your eating disorder told you were really not the truth at all. Another example of an affirmation that you can use to help move past your food guilt is you can use the example of what you were able to figure out where your guilt was coming from. If it was something that happened in your life as a child or if it was something that happened by being around certain people in your life. And the affirmation is, my food guilt is rooted in blank. I now know that I should not feel guilty for eating and you can fill in the blank for whatever it is that you were able to find out was the source of your guilt. Now, the, something that can be really helpful for affirmations is that they are short and something that you can easily memorize and easily repeat to yourself when you're facing a moment of crisis. So you don't want them to be too lengthy. You don't want it to have to be a paragraph that you're repeating to yourself. And it should just be something short and sweet that reminds you that you don't need to be feeling this guilt towards different foods. Another way that you can reframe your food guilt is thinking about food as different exchanges or food groups. So if you've been in eating disorder recovery and you have been able to have the privilege of being able to work with a dietitian, you may have used the exchange system, but basically it just means the different food groups. So grains, proteins, dairy, vegetables, fruits, etc. So one thing that you can do is if you think of a food that you normally was a fear food or something that you would feel guilty for eating, for example, let's say that was pizza. So if you think about pizza in a different way than just thinking about a slice of pizza, if you think about, well, really pizza, all it is is made up of grains, a vegetable, the sauce, and cheese. That seems a lot less scary when you're thinking about the food that you're fearing just as what it is, but if you're able to separate this and to see, you know, this food is really made up of just different food groups that are really not that scary when you separate them on their own, and all food is made up of the different food groups because that's what food is made of, and so if you're able to separate this in your mind, it can help you to feel a little bit better about eating it or a little bit less scared about eating it. Another way to reframe your food guilt is thinking of food as fuel. So, for example, you know that cars need fuel. You have to fill them up with gas in order for them to run. If you don't fill them up with gas, they will not run. Our bodies are the same way. Or if you think about your phone, you charge your phone every day. And your phone will die if it doesn't have enough charge. And our bodies are the same way you need food to be able to fuel your body. Not even if you're going to be exercising, but your body needs fuel just to exist. And this is something that can be very misunderstood when you're stuck in your eating disorder because your eating disorder will convince you that your body doesn't need food just to sit around and do nothing. But that's just not true. Our body, if you didn't move you know, at all or very limited amounts, still needs food to function. Your organs need food to function. Your entire body, your brain, everything needs food to be able to function and operate and to keep you alive. If you're able to, working with a dietitian to see how much you really need to eat in a day, even just to maintain your basic body functions can be really helpful and eye-opening to someone who has been stuck in their eating disorder for a while because you've really convinced yourself that you don't need barely any food and that's just not the truth and so if you're able to work with a dietitian that can be extremely helpful to help you see how much your body really needs just to simply stay alive one of the main obstacles with overcoming your food guilt is going to be diet culture because diet culture is unfortunately still very present in our lives, in our everyday lives. And in your recovery, you have to learn that you're not going to be able to silence diet culture. Unfortunately, it is going to be there. People are gonna talk about it and they're going to be people that truly believe it. But you have to hold that truth that you know inside of you that these messages that diet culture is spreading are really not true and this can be really hard to do because it is almost like every time that you're trying to fight these thoughts there's another trigger coming up that is going to make you think oh well i really should go back to thinking about these beliefs about food because everybody else is doing that but that's just not the truth the reason why diet culture is such a powerful industry is because people believe the messages that are being sent out. There's not going to be a way that you're able to remove all of those triggers, so unfortunately you just have to fight harder against these thoughts and your eating disorder and to convince yourself that you don't need to feel guilty for foods and you don't need to believe the messages that diet culture is sending out to everyone and that even people that you love might be repeating. We want to finish this episode by summarizing and reminding you of the fact that removing these feelings of guilt or food guilt that have been ingrained in your mind for many years, if not your entire life, are going to be very difficult to break. But that doesn't mean that you shouldn't try, and we promise you that once you are able to move past these feelings of food guilt, that it really is possible to enjoy food again and to make it to the other side where you don't have to listen to these messages of food guilt, these messages from diet culture, from your eating disorder, and you can enjoy the foods that you used to love at some point in your life. We promise you that there's a light at the end of the tunnel, even if it doesn't always feel like it, even if it doesn't feel like you'll ever be able to enjoy food again, we promise you that you can. We hope that the tips that we presented in this episode were helpful to you And if you have any other ideas about how to deal with food guilt, definitely comment them on any of our Instagram posts or send us a DM and we would love to share them with the rest of the Ed Recovery blog family. In addition to that, if you have any ideas for episodes that you would like to see in the future, please let us know and we would be happy to include them into the podcast schedule in the future. And one more reminder, if you enjoyed this episode, please let us know by leaving a review wherever you listen to podcasts. This helps for other people in recovery to find our podcast and to get these tips that may have helped you in your recovery. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next week. Bye.